Hi, everyone. Welcome to Brand Boutique Elite. My name is Farhana Cannon, and I have a very special guest today. Lindy Thompson is the founder of Jolie & Co., a luxury CBD spa line product. She's also my client and an amazing person, and I'm so excited for you to learn more about her brand and her story. Thank you so much for having us, uh, having or coming on today, Lindy. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. So, Lindy, tell our listeners how you got started in the luxury CBD line, uh, spa line space. Yeah, so we're new to the spa space um, and CBD. So we, my husband and I co-founded it, um, and we have a manufacturing background. Um, we sold a company in mid-2020 and decided to do something new. We had been researching CBD for a couple of years prior to that um, because my husband has Crohn's disease, and there is some pretty good research out there Um about CBD's impact on positive impact on Crohn's disease. Um, so we started looking into it, researching it, shopping it, and found that we had a difficult time finding something organic, which is another thing we're interested in. Um, there are a lot of big companies out there that test and they're safe and they have uh, big followings, but we were looking for something pretty specific that we weren't finding. And so Jonathan, being a manufacturing guy, um, started researching raw materials and found a farmer in Tennessee uh, who grows his crops organically and produces the distillate that we use for our products um, organically. So um, we developed a relationship with him and started formulating our products that we now know as Jolie & Co. Awesome. The products are super luxurious and I get weekly massages and I had my masseuse use the product and, you know, by smelling it and by feeling it, she was like, you can tell this is a really good product. Like it, it smells nice and clean. It's not overly fragrant and the quality just feels so nice on your skin and like getting the massage with the products, it just feels super relaxing. So, you know, that's one of the products that you have. You know, tell us a little bit about the different lines of products that you created and, you know, why you felt like you wanted to incorporate that into your line. Yeah. So like you mentioned before, we developed the line specifically for the spa industry, um, salon and spa industry. And so it's a body based line that the crown jewel is pretty much that massage oil that you experienced. Um, and everything that we developed, uh, we did 100% organic um, raw materials, and we wanted them to be high performance. We didn't want to just do carrier oil with CBD. We wanted it to be a high performance body work quality um, product so that it it's meant to be in a spa. It's meant to be in treatment rooms. Um, and so massage oil was number one and we worked hard on developing a blend. We worked with some massage therapists um, to not only develop the blend, but also the scents. You mentioned the scents. Um, they're subtle. We have a very grounding, comforting scent called Comfort. And we have kind of an, a bright and uplifting scent called Invigorate. It's a little more citrusy. And um, 
we made sure to keep it subtle and keep it um, high end. So we had some help with that. We had definitely uh, involved some consultations with massage therapists. And then we moved on to balms. So we have a muscle rub, which is kind of, it heats and cools. Um, it smells spicy and minty at the same time. And it's one of those things that I knew would be a hit. Um, I use it almost daily. In the winter, I put it on the bottoms of my feet before bed because it's warming. It feels really good. Um, but it's a great spot treatment uh, product for massage, body treatments, but as um, pedicures as well. A calf massage and a pedicure is totally enhanced with this, um, this product. We also did a Arnica salve, which is a little bit um, more for treating joint pain. Um, less muscle, more joint it's not as potent as far as the smell goes, um, but it does, we do steep the Arnica flowers, cold steep the Arnica flowers in um, oil, in the MCT oil to add to the, the salve. Um, so that's a huge benefit for bruising, for um, joint pain, things like that. So it fits into a manicure really, really well. It's also good for spot treating um, in a massage. We included, um, some scrubs. Uh, I'm not a huge scrub fan, so I didn't really know what to do with these. However, one of our scrubs, which is the salt scrub, yeah, works very well as a soak. And so it's kind of the perfect addition to a pedicure or a manicure, pedicure in particular, because you can use it in your pedicure basin. It turns the water into silk and you get your, C your dose of CBD in there. Um, but you can also use it to scrub the legs and calves if you want as well. Um, and then finally, we have a, a highly concentrated drop. It's our multi-purpose um, product. It is our only food grade product. You can ingest it. Um, the FDA doesn't recognize ingestible CBD. Um, they they, the FDA uses it in a drug called Epidiolex. It's used for childhood um, epileptic, uh, drug-resistant epileptic seizures. And... Um, so the FDA says no oral supplements when we're using it as a drug. That being said, um, most companies have an oral supplement involved in their product line. So we did, we decided to do ours multipurpose. So it is also very safe for sensitive skin. So we can add it to moisturizers. We can use it in a facial massage. We have clients using it for an after, um, after waxing treatment. Uh, it's, all it is is organic MCT, uh, which is a medium chain triglyceride. It comes, it's derived 100% from coconut. We don't use any palm oil in any of our products. Um, and then the hemp distillate, the flavor that's in it is actually just the essence of pl the plants we use. So we have a lavender mint, we have a lemon ginger, and then our natural has just a little bit of vanilla. And so there's no sweeteners or additives or preservatives. All it is are those three ingredients essence of plant, hemp distillate, and organic MCT. I actually got a um, microneedling procedure done yesterday. And in the night, I put some cream on my face. And then I put that around my face just because you're a little bit like sore and red yeah. after that. And it kind of just was soothing and, you know, made yep. that little bit of discomfort after the microneedling kind of subside. 
So I really love that. I didn't, I was, I was going to text you to see if that, that was okay, but I was like, mm, you know, let's just try it out. Well, your skin looks great for after a microneedling treatment. Um, but yeah, it's anti, you're going to get anti-inflammatory properties there. And so like our lavender mint would have a calming and cooling effect as well as that, um, that anti-inflammatory effect. MCT oil is a great antimicrobial. A lot of people don't know that, that um, MCT oil being an antimicrobial can help, can help with acne um, or damage to the skin. So, um, which is what microneedling is. So it's, yeah, I mean, that's exactly what we're after is um, we have a couple of clients using it in facials for just a facial massage because that MCT oil remains pretty pliable on the skin. Um, but you also get those added benefits as well. Yeah, I love that. I, you know, didn't really think of it because, you know, we see the, the typical uses like the massage or the, you know, nail salon kind of thing. And so that after, you know, medical spa use, I think that this product, these products would be a great, um, tool to yeah. implement on that because it's soothing, it's high quality, um, the packaging looks really great. So when somebody's going in and spending, you know, several hundred dollars or thousands of dollars on medical spa type uh, procedures, this goes right aligned with that. Totally, totally. And, you know, we, speaking of the packaging, we worked really hard on removing stigma from packaging, right? Because a lot of what we see in the CBD industry right now, when it comes to packaging is you see a lot of medical looking stuff. Um, and there is a lot of stuff that looks, we call it the 420 stigma, right? Like graffiti, bright colors, um, things like that. Uh, and it doesn't fit in a spa. It certainly doesn't fit in a medical spa. Um, so the idea here is to create, we wanted to create something beautiful that looked great on the shelves, but was also super efficacious in the treatment rooms. Yeah. I love the packaging. You know, I have some of the product right here, like the, the seal, cause people do have the stigma about CBD brands. They're like, Oh, well, I don't, do drugs or I don't want to get high and all of that. And so they might not be like open to that, but then you see this on a shelf and it's, you know, beautiful and it looks luxury. The products feel luxurious on your skin. Um, so when it comes to the CBD lines, how do spas introduce this to their clients, especially when we're talking luxury spas where, you know, they have, you know, very elite clients and they want to keep a certain, you know, rapport with them, but not, you know, push the limit, but also bring in the, all of these benefits. So how do they do that gracefully by incorporating these lines into their, their, um, offerings? You know, I think one benefit that is important to remember right now is that even though there is a little bit of a stigma still there, it's lifting. People are getting excited about this. It's becoming popular in the spa space. Spas are going to find, especially in around the bigger cities, spas are going to find that people are requesting CBD um, uh, treatments. So I think that's number one, jumping in and mm -hmm taking advantage of that revenue stream um, is highly beneficial. I mean, really 
you're not adding time. You're not adding specific um, extra work. You're adding a product to what you already do. You know, you don't have to change your protocol. You add these products into your current existing protocol and there's an upsell um, that can happen. And then on top of that, generally when people have a really, really good CBD service done at a spa, they want to take that stuff home with them. And so not only are you upselling your, your treatments, your current protocol treatments, you're also ha- you, you can add a retail sale to that. Our balms and salves are huge when it comes to that. If, if you use a muscle rub in uh, a massage and there's like an instant tactical um, feeling that they have, they're, they're going to want to take that home with them. Um, so remember that, remember that people want it. There are plenty of customers that are going to want it. Um, and then when it's in the spa and, and it's available, there are plenty of people that are, well, it'll pique their interest enough that they'll want to try it. What we're after with our beautiful packaging, our stigma free packaging, um, and being very specific for spa and salon settings, we're after the people who may not want to be involved with it. Um, The older generations are a good example. Um, CBD can be so helpful for the aging skin, for the aging body. Um, And, you know, what what we're doing with CBD is CBD works with our system to on a cellular level to create balance. And so where there's inflammation, where there's stress or anxiety, you know, whether it's mental or physical, um, at a mm-hmm. cellular cellular level, he's gonna help with balance there, um, which is great for the older generations um, who may not be as interested or not be as savvy quite yet. Um, so something like this, that's beautiful, stigma-free um, and can sit on your shelves in a spa can be helpful to get it to reach those people. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, those 420 looking packaging and things like that. You know, somebody sees that and it's definitely not the right fit for a spa, but it's also not not the right fit for that age demographic either. But then when you see something like this, it's like, okay, like this looks luxury. And you, you can explain to people like what it does and what the benefits are and you know, ask them for that upgrade. And it makes like a perfect gift as well. It's gender neutral looking. So it's not like, oh, you put this on the shelf and your husband can't use it because, oh, it has like, (laughs) you know, that very feminine packaging. And I love that you have this other product. This is an amazing, you know, it's super cute with the ensemble of different products in there. It's such a great gift, you know, great for like a holiday grab gift or... even a birthday gift or, you know, an anniversary gift, something like that. And it can go to for a man or a woman. It's not like, oh, this is, you know, skewed one way. It kind of works for all of it. It looks luxury. It has the seal on it. You know, the branding looks really nice. It's also a great way to try CBD. There's three different um, applications, if you will, of CBD in in a kit like that. And so, you know, you don't have to use all three. You can try all three and see what works the best. Um, and that's another really important thing for spas to remember is that it's not just about eating a gummy or using a tincture, you know, topical CBD is super helpful. Um, so using it as a massage oil or using that oil as a moisturizer, I use the massage oil after my shower on my legs 
every day because it's such a great moisturizer. Yeah, it remains super pliable for a good massage on top of the skin, but also soaks in. Our massage therapists report that it doesn't mess up their sheets because you don't have oil dripping everywhere, right? Which it's so it's pliable for the actual work, but it soaks into the skin, which also makes it wonderful for a moisturizer. Yeah, I love that when I used it. I kind of want to use it now, like after the shower and because I didn't necessarily think of that, but that's also another great thing because it was super moisturizing. My skin felt really nice and soft after. Um, It really kind of brought some glow to it as well. You know, there's so many CBD lines out there and, you know, we have these differentiating like the quality product, the organic, um, the mild sense, you know, the luxurious feel and results of the product and it being perfect for the spa industry. For other people that are trying to get into this CBD space, what would you say are some of like the top tips you could give them? Sure. So I think that it's really important to remember that when it comes to formulation, there's a lot of really, really good companies out there that can help you with that. So I guess my number one thing that I would suggest to people um, is to get comfortable with the regulations out there and know that there's a lack of them, right? The FDA recognizes CBD as a drug, Epidiolex is the um, drug that they use in drug-resistant childhood epileptic seizure episodes. Um, So the FDA doesn't really want this used as a supplement yet. Um, There's a lot of regulation that um, is being discussed. It hasn't dropped yet. Uh, It's an issue with uh, with our industry right now is that there's not enough of it. But um, state by state, States regulate CBD differently. And so it's going to be really important if you want to get into this space to know what your state requires. There's licensure, there's um, rules and regulations, whether they follow what the FDA says or they've made their own um, regulation slate up. Uh, If you want more information on where regulation is going, I highly suggest looking at what Colorado is doing. Colorado is kind of leading our nation and probably what our regulation will look like. Um, they're, you know, it's kind of the mecca of marijuana and CBD right now. So regulation, understand your regulation, understand what's going on, what's not there. And then understand that there are ways to self-regulate as well. We in the industry want people to be testing their products. We test our products a couple of times throughout the process. Um, as a consumer, people should be looking for companies that, te- whether you can read a test report or not, you should be looking for companies who test their products. It's normal now. And so if you're r- coming across a company that isn't testing their products, move on. There's plenty more out there to, to choose from. So understand regulation, understand testing, um, and then find a good partner uh, to help you with formulation. There's a ton of companies out there right now that are white labeling, co-packing, things like that. Um, If you want to formulate your own stuff, that's awesome. And there's a lot of those companies that are happy to consult on uh, coming up with a really good high quality product. It's not hard. um, And the resources are out there. So you just kind of have to shop around and look. And then I think finally marketing, you know, branding your product appropriately to, you know, know your clientele, brand for them. 
um, hire a great marketing firm to help you with marketing. Uh, and that is going to help set you apart in a very congested industry. Um, when regulation hits, we might see less congestion, but until then you have to differentiate yourself. Um, and, and those are good ways of getting a head start. Yeah, for sure. When we're reaching out to like luxury spas and people in the industry, you know, they're always like, oh, wow, you know, we love the packaging. We love the branding. You know, the social media really looks great. And it emulates the lifestyle of their target demographic. So they look at all of this and they say, okay, yes, this brand gets me. They get my consumer. They get kind of the level that we're on. You know, I've had people in the past try to be in, like in this space and, you know, the packaging looks like they made it in their kitchen Yeah, and they're like, oh, it's not getting any sales. And I'm like, it looks like you literally made it in your kitchen. Why would any sort of, you know, business want to take that in? So that's like super important to like have a great quality product, but also the packaging is important, how you present online, on social media, on your website. People need to know the story and feel like it's going to work for their target demographic. Totally. Totally. Know your, know your client. Um, I know that sometimes it can seem intimidating financially to think about hiring a marketing firm or hiring a consultant to help with things when you're just getting started. Um, but... I would highly encourage people to choose something to get help with, to, to develop a product that is um, higher quality uh, or, or a process or an image or whatever it might be. You don't have to hire for everything all at once, but find some help, find a mentor, find a company that can give you a hand with some of that stuff. Because um, if you make it in your kitchen, and you print your own labels or, you know, whatever it might be, it's going to come off as that. And you're just, it's not that it won't work. It just will be a slower start. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, when we look as consumers, when we see like a packaging, like it could be the same. If this didn't come like this, it could be the same product. And if it looked like, for example, we have the spy use single use right here. Yeah. You know, this is for the spy industry and it still has the beautiful like logo, but it is a plastic container. And so this is a single use for, you know, a spy industry person for them to use on the client. And then they upsell into like the actual packaging. Right. Mm -hmm. But if we were selling this and putting this on the shelf, right. it's not going to have that same appeal as a, a sellable item, even though it still has like the luxury branding on it. And so that's like really important. And, and, you know, when I started off in business 10 years ago, I hired a business coach. And instead of me trying to figure out the path and the roadmap, I got the roadmap. I got like the support. So instead of spending all of this time figuring out, reinventing the wheel, he was yeah. like, okay, do X, Y, and Z, and this is how you're going to get there. And it, it's definitely overwhelming. And I'm like, okay, how am I going to afford this. I'm just starting off. I'm not, you know, making that much money with clients right now because I'm just starting off. But it took me to where I needed to go so much faster. And I think a lot of clients, you know, when they come to me for marketing advice, they're like, oh, you know, the same thing. Like it's overwhelming. I don't know if I can afford it. 
But if you don't do marketing, you're not going to get those sales. If you don't have the right branding, the right messaging, and you're not connecting with people, you're not going to bring those sales in. And yeah, you can get that over time. But it's like having that image is super important. You know, there's tons of people that will come to an initial consult with me and they're like, yeah, you know, I'm posting on, on social media, but I'm not getting any sales. And I, and I look at their page and it looks like a mess. It's a disarray. Like people don't understand what they're selling or it looks like a catalog. And I'm like, people go to your website for your catalog. Like they need to feel the essence of like your brands from your social media so that they can see, oh, that's my client. My client would love that. Oh, that would work for me. You know, that's my lifestyle. Um, and so I think that starting off, get the help that you need for sure. Well, and especially this day and age when selling products from social media platforms is so huge. I mean, impulse buying is what we do now. And being able to make something attractive enough that somebody doesn't think twice about clicking through that Shopify checkout thing, you know, I... I really do believe that if you want to be, so, and, and I'll, I should qualify all of this by saying that CBD products can't be sold on social media platforms right now. That is a thing. Um, but when you, when you're talking about selling services or clothing or any other cosmetic product, whatever you can dream of, um, getting help with setting up a really, really good social campaign is you kind of can't do it without that right now. It's yeah, important. Sure. And that's where I would spend my money first. And I love the email campaigns that we're creating, like showing, you know, the use of the product, but also the product. So we're not sending out an email that's just, you know, white background, one, two, three with the product. We're like showing the whole essence and the feel. And I feel like you know, the email list clients are really liking that and we're getting good traction with sales for that. Yeah, totally. I love that um, with the emails, we can tell a story, right? Like our emails are as luxurious, if not more than, than the products we're selling. I mean, they're just so exciting and beautiful and we really do get to kind of tell our story that way. And uh, same thing on the social platforms, right? Like we're, what we're portraying is what we've built, you know, like it, it is our story. It is, this is how we want people to recognize and remember these products. Um, and it's the electronic communication, whether it be a social platform or email or whatever, or a website, those are your stages, you know? And, and so don't like, I guess, don't mess it up, get help with that. You know, it's, you can create some really, really cool things and tell your story appropriately um, through those, those avenues. Yeah. Storytelling is so important. Like people want to connect like half the time, like we don't need much in this life, you know, food, shelter, right. but, you know, <laughs> right. as Americans, we're, the number one consumers in the world. We want a ton of things. You know, we there's a solution for every single big and small pro problem we have. And if we can really tell the story of the brand and connect it to somebody else's story, that is what like resonates with them. And that's what's going to make them make that purchase. There's definitely products that I've bought that 
I'm like, oh, I really like the branding or the packaging or, oh, yeah, I could have that problem. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And just bought it because it was like, oh, that that's going to work for me. <laughs> well, instant gratification, right? Like, I need that now. So, yeah, I mean, we have a great platform for that. To, to feed people's desire for that, right? Yeah, for sure. What are some of the last things that you want to share about the product, about your story, or about tips that you can give people in the industry? You know, I was going to bring this up earlier, and I think that this probably could resonate with you as well. Um, when it comes to start, like if you wanted to break into this industry or any industry for that matter, um, when it comes to finding help, there are plenty of people out there that have been through the trenches and done it already that would be happy to sit down and talk with you, to give you a couple of tips. You know, like I know that when people come to me and ask about what it takes to start a business, what, what do I do next? I'm always happy to kind of help the next generation or the next wave of entrepreneurs coming up. You know, my husband and I have been in manufacturing for almost 15 years. Um, and I don't ever hesitate to give a young person who's interested a hand. Um, and I'm sure you feel the same way. You know, it's, it's one of those things that being an entrepreneur, owning a business, building something um, that's meaningful to you and helpful to other people, you just want to share that. And so if you need help, ask for help. Find somebody to be your mentor. Find somebody that can give you some tips or point you in the right direction. Because um, that's also kind of one of those privileges of being a small business owner, in my opinion, is, is being able to give back in that way. Um, this brand is fun. You know, what we spent the last decade doing was manual, manufacturing in the safety category, which was cool. And it was super important and helpful to the safety, uh, we did um, stencils for roadway construction, safety for roadway construction. It's, it's noble enough, right? Um, but we were just really excited to try something new. And, and, and again, we're new to these industries and categories. And so it's hard. You know, you have to break through and, and you have to be tenacious. Tenacity is a really big part of this. So um, I think that having fun, being proud, having honor in what you're doing is those are all super important, but eventually being able to give back as well and encourage people to continue owning businesses, um, creating products, creating jobs, creating um, for the future. I think it's really important. Yeah, I love that. My business coach said to me, he goes, you know, the difference between you and other people is that you keep showing up. Yeah. And, you know, what you said of like, just keep going. I think that people think, oh, it's going to be easy. I'm not going to have to work for somebody. But the fact right. is you're going to have to work even harder because there's yeah. going to be more hats you're going to have to wear. So pick something if you're going to start off, pick something that you really love, that you have fun with yeah. and keep going. Like every day is not going to be like, oh, roses, but right. you have to keep showing up keep showing up for yourself, keep showing up for your family, keep showing up for like the opportunity to give more jobs. Right. And, and so that's like super important and giving back. There's so many different programs, free programs for entrepreneurs. Like I 
have spoken at like, you know, the small business associations for SCORE. There's a ton of incubator programs that I have done a ton of free trainings with and, you know, just to give back and to share. And I give, you know, complimentary consults on my website. So, you know, obviously I would love to get more clients, but if somebody just needs some help, like I'm totally willing to like share and give them some guidance. And I think one of the biggest takeaways from me when I was starting off was to know that you can't do everything yourself. Correct. And do the things that you're good at and outsource the things that you're not. So yes, you might save some money, but then when you actually, I think entrepreneurs forget that their time is money. So if it's going to take, you know, somebody an hour or two to create and design your, your email blast, or if it's going to take you 10 hours and it's not going to look that great, that's 10 hours of your time, which has a value and a cost. And then if the end result, is it going to give you desired results? It's kind of like you just took 10 of your hours of your time and, and, you know, like doing your taxes some people hire an accountant or a bookkeeper because they're like, I don't enjoy that portion or I'm not good at it. Like it takes time to get good at something. It always does. And if you spread yourself thin, then the things that you actually are really good at and have talent for get buried. And I totally agree. I mean, don't bite off more than you can chew. If you need help, find help Um, and delegate tasks and responsibilities as soon as you possibly can to people who are good at their job. Yeah, for sure. You know, so uh, my lights in my car, they're a little bit dim. And so somebody was telling me, oh, you should get the new, like better light bulbs for it. And I was like, okay, great. I'll do that. And he's like, oh yeah, it's super easy. You know, you can go and watch some YouTube videos and, and go in there and you just get under there. And, and I'm like, the time it takes me to watch those YouTube videos and then figure out actually how to do it. I might mess something up, so I might not get my desired results. And also, that sounds like torture. Like, I don't want to get under my car on the ground and do – I'm like, that all sounds like torture. Like, I would much rather just pay somebody that would take them 20 minutes to do it than, well, like – think that we don't value ourselves. Like, when we, we don't value our time because we don't value ourselves. I think that's kind of basic first and foremost, Right. Our time is valuable. All that time you took to change your light bulb and then you just broke something in the meantime. It, you know, that's, you're not a light bulb changer. <laughs> that's something that you can get help with. Um, and all those hours that you took, it, it adds up. And I think that, again, what you have talent for gets buried when you try to do everything. You cannot be a master of everything. And so I think... Um, even if it's finding an entrepreneur and asking for, you know, like for some advice or for some help with direction, you know, that can, that can totally change your path. Yeah, for sure. You know, I loved hiring a business coach. I mean, I didn't love paying for it in the very beginning, (laughs) but you know, 10 years later, I'm like, thank God that I did that. And I've made my money back. I've you know, works through the whole process. And so it's definitely like beneficial for me. Um, So I have a fun question. It's a little quirky that I ask all of my guests. If you could be a superhero, what would your two superpowers be? (laughs) 
Oh gosh. Um, is it creepy that I'd want to read people's minds? <laughs> no, people have said that. Okay. Um, I don't know. I guess like the easy answer, read people's minds. And maybe the easy answer would be to fly or something like that. But that freaks me out. So um, I don't know. I think read people's minds would be plenty of a superhero or superpower. So I don't need to. I, I just need that one. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that would be super cool. But I feel like I'm so sensitive that if I like if people because I can feel people's like energy when they're like yeah. off. But if that's I like knew that they were thinking something crazy, I'd be like, oh man. No, that's a good point. I, I that might get to me as well. But it would also be just really interesting to get into the minds of certain people. I mean, like if you use that, like we were just talking about finding an entrepreneur, finding a mentor, finding a coach. I mean, if you could read people's minds, then maybe you could just take all the secrets, <laughs> all the business secrets from the people who already have done it. Yeah, I think that would be totally cool. I My two superpowers is to fly because I love traveling and going places, but like not in the sense of like you're taking a long time, like quick flying, but not teleporting because I feel like, you know, whenever I used to watch Star Trek and see them teleport, I'm like, and they sometimes it would come back like distorted. So that's like stuck in my mind. Yeah, that would, yeah. Or Harry Potter when they like, it looks painful when they apparate or whatever. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> that and speak every language in the world. So I could, Ooh, like, that's a good one. I'd probably get on that too. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Because then you go places, you can communicate, you can help more people. And because when I go to places and I don't know the language, like I feel so bad. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Talk right now. I'm just going to. You know, I'm just going to watch. I'm going to observe because I feel bad that I don't – I'm in, like, your country and I don't know how to speak. Yeah. No, I get – I love that one. That might be my second one then. Read minds and speak every language. You would be, like, the most amazing communicator ever. You would know exactly what to say on, like, both perspectives. Yep. That, that would be it. Oh, that's cool. That's fun. Well, thank you so much for being on – Everyone, go and check out Jolene Co. You can go to jolieneco.com and follow us on Instagram, Jolene Co. Um, be sure to follow. Send us a DM if you watched um, this episode. And I will see you guys next week. Thanks, Bye. Brianna.